This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. You know when you're really stressed or not feeling so great about your life or about yourself? Talking to someone who understands can really help. But who is that person? How do you find them? Where do you even start? Talkspace. Talkspace makes it easy to get the support you need. With Talkspace, you can go online, answer a few questions about your preferences, and be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. If you're depressed, stressed, struggling with a relationship, or if you want some counseling for you and your partner, or just need a little extra one-on-one support, Talkspace is here for you. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance, no problem. Now get $100 off your first month when you go to Talkspace.com slash comedy. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com slash comedy. Talkspace.com slash comedy. And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. And it's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. But a ding? Yeah. What the heck's a but a ding? But a dum, but a ding. We ain't Italian. You, you Irish. Yeah. You and, and you're like you're like, ooh, you're like ooh Irish, like whoa. There's a whole lot of Irish over there. You're like Irish Italian. No. Like I'm a mutt. My family has a little bit of everything, but thank you so much. <laughs> I just, that's uh, me. Yeah, that's not wrong. I got a little everything in me. Whoa. Hopefully not in the same day. Oh, 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 I'm getting the stank eye. I wish y'all could see. Uh, we don't do the video much no more because she doesn't want to be on it. And since we've actually gotten better mics and a better system, it's hard to hear her on the videos anymore if I got to do it just me. But uh, y'all can see the look in her eyes when I make a bad joke like that. I'm sure they can feel it through the mic. You, you know what? Feeling just doesn't do it justice. Like, no, no, it doesn't. Like, y'all would think she was really ready to kill me and didn't love me at all. <laughs> but I know better. I know she loves me. Yeah, that's why you're still breathing. Oh, 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 oh. so much violence. <laughs> All right, so we are doing a different kind of list today. Oh. Not like crazy different, and we're back to talking about movies instead of randomizing again, so she's happy. I'm very happy. She doesn't not like the randomizations. I like my list. I'm going to make a randomized list once. And tell it's her, not random. But not tell her I made a list and just say we're randomizing and just hit her with crazy stuff. But actually have it be planned crazy stuff. That way it really just makes her crazy. Like, be prepared. Mm-hmm. Plan on my crazy jokes. Mm-hmm. What do you think? No. Why not? No, I like my list. All right. Okay, well, speaking of lists, this list is our favorite family movies. And she went first. So, what is the first family movie? Mary Poppins. I feel like we have talked about Mary Poppins a couple of times. We might have, but it's one of my favorites. And it's one of the ones that I watched a lot when I was a kid. Well, see, at this point, I'm not sure if we've talked about Mary Poppins or if it's just come up because you talk about saving Mr. Banks so much. 
See, that's the thing. I think maybe it just came up because I, I talked about Saving Mr. Bates, which is the story about how Disney came to get Mary Poppins to make into a movie. And the only thing wrong with the Mary Poppins movie as a whole is uh, Dick Van Dyke's accent. Okay, so that's, that, I'll give you that. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but that accent, ooh. I mean, I don't know what accent he was going for, but he did not pull it off. Like, oof. No, if you can't do the accent, don't do it. Just, just pretend like it's... You know a movie, I think, pulled off accents perfectly? that? And we're going back, we'll talk about Mary Poppins more. But it really just made me think of it. On um, The Hunt for Red October, did you ever watch that movie? I Okay, so that movie is all about Sean Connery and Alec Baldwin... Who are, are they on submarines? They're on submarines. I have seen this movie. Okay. So they're Russians. I have okay. I know what you're talking about. Right, sure. but rather than have it be subtitles the whole movie or them speaking it, they back, go into a Russian accent. No, no, no. And this is what they do. They start off the movie. All of them are talking in Russian, right? Mm-hmm. And then the camera kind of moves in and blurs for a second. Comes out. And all suddenly, all of them are speaking English. Mm-hmm. So it's loud. It's like. Look, we know they're all speaking Russian, but we're going to make it be English for the rest of it, right? And at that point, nobody even tries to pull an accent. So you literally have full-on Scottish, Irish, whatever, Sky Connery speaking with his accent, but he's Russian. It's absolutely awesome. The movie is so good, you get past that, but really have, you know, Alec Baldwin sound like he's coming out of Boston, and yeah. I haven't seen that movie in, like, a while. I just, it was a great way to deal with it, though. Like, like, okay, we all know the Russian. We're going to speak English. And that's what Dick Van Dyke should have done. He should have been held up beside said, speaking with a British accent and just talk normal. But, you know, even though, yes, now as adults, if you watch it, you're, and you do get drawn to that accent that may not be perfect. But watching it as a kid, and even now when I watch it, I mean, saying adults because you, but even <clears> now when I watch it, I don't focus on that. So kills me. I don't focus on that. That and the penguins. I love the penguins, okay? And I love the little dance he does with the penguins. I love the idea of he drew this chalk art and they hop into it and they go to this fair and they have a race on a carousel horse and I love that and I love the feeling I got when I was a kid thinking, oh my god, there's all this stuff. It's magic and I can do it and I need a nanny. I want a nanny at that point. You wanted a nanny at that point? See, I was that opposite. I wanted less supervision. Now, after Mary Poppins, I wanted Mary Poppins as a nanny. Well, I mean, you had Mary Poppins as a nanny. She took you to, like, you know, the magical lands where you, yeah, that's it. But see, it threw me off because there's another movie on our list that I'm going to talk about later that I seen her earlier in it before Mary Poppins. And I was like, mm-mm. This is Mary Poppins. What is she doing? Hey, it's called she's an actress. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. So, anything else about Mary Poppins that you just absolutely love besides the carousels and the dancing penguins and the horrible, horrible accent? I love the dad trying to turn around. Right. I, do. I love how the little kid started a riot at the bank. Yeah. And my favorite song in that whole movie is "Feed the Birds," and it's a sad. 
Do we need to go watch Mary Poppins? I've already watched Mary Poppins at work today. Oh, is that where all this came from? I just, I love that movie. I love the, the whole meaning behind that movie. And I love that, you know, his, their dad thought that, you know, of course they know I love them. Of course they know I take care of them because I go to work and I do all the stuff for them. But today it's just about spending time with them and something as simple as making a kite and going to fly with them. That's all they want. They don't want the money. They don't want all that. They just want their dad. Yeah, but, you know, you have to have money to buy the guy. Yeah, but there's a... And it's really a good, pivotal moment when all the people at the bank are even out there flying a kite and people are starting to calm down and realizing, yes, you do have to work and you do have to provide, but you still need to take those little moments that aren't going to be there. Like Bill and Lighthouse. With your kid, just playing ball with your kid, the, the moments that aren't always going to be around. Because, you know, I told someone today, because we had to talk, and the things that you can't get back in life. And like I told them, you can take all my money. I can make more money. But my time is valuable and precious because I can't get that back. Okay, so I'll take all your money. <laughs> and you can have all my time. <laughs> but it's that finally in that movie they realized that that was one of the moments that all that matters and they finally saw that tight and it was just the sweetest scene and the sweetest thing and they were happy and that's what you want in every family movie it's what you want in life yes and family movies and family movies yeah alright well now that you've taken this to a really sad place it's not sad it's it's because they do get that time in that moment. He finally realized before it was too late. His kids were still young enough for you to have plenty of that time. Right? Speaking of that, I'm going to need you to rub my knee later. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll get the Legos. Oh, my God. Look, the kid wants to play Legos in the floor. I'm way too old for all that. We're going to be playing Legos on the table next time. Just saying. All right. So, what is the next movie on our list? It is yours. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtle Battle. Right, and and you're like, oh, how's that a family movie? It's giant turtles. How's it not a family movie? Well, a lot of people think of the the Ninja Turtles, think of the new one, and that was so geared towards kids. It it, it it's a kids movie. It's the kind of movie you put on, put the kid in front of him and go, oh god, I don't, I don't have to be in the room. Thank God he won't move. But the first, the original, the ones in the eighties, when the was more family oriented in my mind because there was more stuff in it you know whenever you're, my idea of a great family movie has a little bit of something for everybody and they did that with the Ninja Turtle movie to where okay you have the giant Ninja Turtles for the kids but it has more of a, a story um, that can keep an adult's interest like the way they were still and stuff so fast and and some of the humor that a kid wouldn't catch, but an adult would. Yeah. You know, that way. So, that was the family movie. It was one of the first movies my dad ever took me to that I remember. Like, my dad took me to see the Eternal movie. Like, picked me up from school. And, like, where are we going, Dad? This ain't the way home. Nah, whatever. I gotta do some stuff. And stop at, like, the post office. And he checked his P.O. box. I'm like, huh. Isn't that boring day? <laughs> you know, this is before phones that you could do stuff with. Like having a car. 
Because they had to be attached to the wall. Thank God when you got the stretchy cord. And, uh, so, and then we went to the movie theater. And he surprised me when we watched Tennis Tournament. Really. And he stayed awake. Which, for my dad, as a movie, was a very rare thing. And it's one of those moments in time that you always treasure. It is. And it was such a great movie. It is a good movie. Now, the second is Return of the Ooze. That became just a straight kid's movie. I think that's why we watch so many movies and mm-hmm. stuff. Because it is, we have family movie night. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff, so it's like time together. Family movies. And it's we, so we, fun. We own thousands. Yeah, but I think there's something about a movie that can bring the whole family together. And like these movies are family movies and we watch them with our kid. And that mm-hmm. just a little sentimental today. You're a little sentimental today, but that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with a little sentimental. It makes all my bad jokes go away. <laughs> you officially found a way to squash my bad jokes. Congratulations. Y'all welcome. <laughs> we're like, whatever. We want to get them, see him die. All right. And the next movie on the list. The next one is mine as well. And this goes back to that one when I seen Mary Poppins. Well, like, what? The Sound of Music. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> what is that about? Uh, go ahead and talk about the sound of music. I'll be over here. Okay, so the sound of music is my granny's favorite movie in the whole wide world. So I remember being little and watching this with her. Uh, me and her watched it actually the other day. Um, it's 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 nice to watch the movie that I watched with my granny when I was like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Eleven, twelve, once a year. Yeah, pretty much once a year for a long time. And then now that we're older and I'm 30 something. <laughs> Did you say 39? That's you. Oh, somebody. I'm 32, y'all. I don't care. I'm so cute. <laughs> but it, it's nice to have, again, and I'm probably going to say a lot, it's those moments that I remember watching as a kid and now I'm watching them again with my mama now that I'm older. And it's Wonderful, and I love Julie Andrews. I love anything with Julie Andrews in it. Noticing a theme here. <laughs> uh, her other movies ain't on this list, but I love Julie Andrews, and that woman looked great for her age. But so the sound of music, as most people know, is about Julie Andrews, Maria, who is in, is supposed to be trying to be a nun, but she can't stop singing, getting in trouble, or just plain shutting up. <laughs> now, as a kid. <laughs> Uh, you know, side note, getting in trouble and make her not be a nun sounds way worse than what the movie probably implied. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and give that. Because a lot of people haven't seen this movie. Really? No. Okay, so in trouble for those days is she's not supposed to go like on the mountaintop, she's supposed to stay in the convent. She's supposed to take a vow of silence, but again, she can't shut up and stop singing. Yeah. Um, she's supposed to wear that mm-hmm. little head thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. A habit. A non-hat thing. A habit. Okay, the habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's caught without it a lot. Um, she scrapes her knees because she's climbing trees. I, I said climbing trees. I, I, so, I mean, there's a lot. So in order to, I don't know, get her to either learn or be better, they send her to this uh, military man's house with his 
seven children. So he's very fertile. Well, his wife died. Well, it's not, not, not. Yes, he was. Um, to be their, their nanny. Wait, wait. So they sent the misbehaving nun to the single dude's house. Well, I'm thinking that they thought maybe because he was military, straight, rural structure, maybe, you know, he could get through to her. He got through to her, but he didn't, didn't he? <sighs> well, no, they, 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 got married. they got married. I don't mean this in any kind of bad way. Like, they actually did the exact opposite of what they wanted. But see, the thing is, he didn't change her. She ended up changing him and the kids. Because since his wife died, there was no music in the house. The kids were structured. They were, he blew a whistle, and everyone had a different tune, and they knew to be there and line up. Okay, we're in Selena in this house? <laughs> And her very first day, he goes, and you'll have a phone as well. She goes, oh, no, I won't. Whistles are for dogs, and I'm no dog. And he gets ready to walk off, and, you know, he's like, we'll get back to that. So she blows the whistle to get his attention, and she goes, I didn't hear your tone. He goes, I don't have one. She goes, well, why not? And he walks off. Yeah. The kids have no play clothes because they don't really play because he thinks it's a waste of time, I guess. So she takes these oak curtains in her room and makes them all play clothes. My favorite scene is he's seeing this like duchess and he's bringing her home to meet the kids. So she's a homewrecker too? Yes, she's a homewrecker. She's a bad nun and a homewrecker, but there you go. <laughs> but he brings her this lady home to meet his kids, right? And all the kids are playing in the trees and stuff and these clothes that she made them and they go, well, who's that? And he goes, oh, they're just the local urchin children. The local urgent children, really? Urchin. Wow. And then he realizes they're kids. Oh, that's not good. And then they run from the Nazis. Yeah, see, that's what I remember hearing about this movie. Apparently there were some Nazis involved. Yes. And I have to say, the oldest daughter, Liesl, has this little boyfriend named Rolf, and he was a very, very bad boyfriend. And he claimed to love her, but he really didn't. He was just awful. Whoa. Did he do that? It was so awful. Okay, so one, he is for the Nazis. Her daddy is not. That's why they're on the run. At one point, he catches them trying to make an escape. Now, if you really love this chickie, you're going to turn the other way. Now, if you're a Nazi, you, you, you send her to the camp and hope it improves her and makes her more Nazi. If you really love her, you're going to let her escape. Yeah. Not turn them in. See, you just didn't understand how Nazis work. That was a sign of love. He was trying to just make her be like him. See, the Nazis thought they could just make everybody be like them. Or kill them. Well, anyway. I did not like him. Yeah, I didn't like Nazis either. Nazis I didn't like him from their first little song. Saying she was too young and he was going to take care of her. Please, you ain't taking care of nobody but yourself. Yeah. Nazi bad. Always shoot Nazis. <laughs> Rule one. Don't run from Nazis. Shoot Nazis. But in the end, they get married. They live in a happy ever after with the seven children. There's laughter. See, this is my problem with that story. right? There's just, just one problem. What's that? Okay? Take all the bad nun jokes, all that stuff aside. Here's my problem with that movie. I don't believe they can live ever ever after. Well, That's seven kids. You're going to end up killing them. Yeah, but see, like, two of them, one was 16, the other one was 16, so. It's like they show 19 kids in Captain where they all get along. No, there's no way. I've never seen that show. Yeah, they're all always happy and stuff. I mean, there's 19 kids. Those parents are on so many drugs. 
I'm just seven kids? No. Well, and that's before there was Xanax. Well, the name of those kids were, probably. No, 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 no. Alright, next movie on the list. Next movie is yours. Okay. And you assumed me I remember what I wrote down more than five minutes ago. No, I do not. You've got to tell me what I wrote down. Okay, and that is like the ultimate holiday family movie. You tell me one movie that's more holiday family movie than that. The Santa Claus? No. 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 Although it is a pretty good one, I won't lie. Because this one covers multiple holidays. That is a great Halloween movie. It is a great Christmas movie. It's a great family movie. It is everything you want in family and, and awesomeness. So. Um, Frosted Snowman? No. No. Santa Claus is coming to town? No. no. The Year Without Santa Claus? No. Uh, the Christmas Star? No. The Star? No. Uh... Oh, so, okay, the Nightmare Before Christmas is a pretty good one. It, it is. Multiple holidays. And it's the story of Jack. And it's a musical. Jack Skeldon discovering other holidays and becoming happy with his and own Sally. heart. And Sally. Well, yeah, he falls in love in the process, too. How about that? And Zero. Zero the dog. And kidnapping Santa Claus. And I think Claus. This is the thing about that movie that just mm-hmm. makes it for me. Forget the plot. Forget the story. Forget the characters. Just the songs. It is the only musical I've ever enjoyed. You haven't watched any musicals, though. Oh, thanks to you. Yes, I have. It is the only musical I have ever completely enjoyed. I don't make you watch any musicals. No, no, but because of you, I've watched way more than I ever did before. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that in a negative way. It's just most of them, like, I don't consider a cartoon kid movie really a musical. But it is. But it's not. It's Frozen a, is. No, there's songs in it. And I remember for Christmas, I mean, the songs are the, a major part. There's more songs in it. Like, yes, there's songs in Frozen, but I remember there's a song in every scene. I, it, they almost could do without the dialogue the way they put the songs in there. You can't do that. They didn't do that with Frozen. They didn't do that with Beauty and the Beast. Although they do have the one song in Beauty and the Beast where uh, it tells all the time. That kind of tells the whole plot of the movie. Yeah. But there was just one song in the movie. And in, 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 in Nightmare Before Christmas, it's literally, you could pull most of the, the, the dialogue out of the movie. You know, on a sign up for a minute. Yeah. You know, the very first song in Frozen, mm-hmm. if you listen to it, it tells pretty much the movie. Yeah, the Disney does that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you could pull all the dialogue out of Nightmare Before Christmas and just play the songs and you know the story. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. And it's one of the only movies like that I've ever really enjoyed. And, I mean, the fight between Oogie Boogie. Even when you find out Oogie Boogie's just one little bug. I thought it was, no, he was multiple little calculators. Or well, no, but the one little bug that made up Oogie Boogie that was left in the end. Because the rest of them were just in there that he was controlling. Oh, uh, that's true. He was just, basically, he was he was small man complex. That's true. He was overcompensating. That's true. And he got his buddies to help. Although... I'm not going to get sidetracked again by something else that is totally unrelated. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's about a, a podcast. Oh. <laughs> well, no, it's a great podcast called Serving Worlds. Um, you have to pay to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about aliens and stuff. 
it's an interesting world. But in this world, there's an alien that literally is evolved insects. AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment inspired by straightforward pricing. And now we just cube the pancetta as such. So what's on the menu tonight? This carbonara I found online is fire. You're going to love it, Mom. I hope you hold on to this AT&T Fiber, son. It's nice. Yeah, you should settle down now that you're a good gillionaire. Oh, I am. I finally found the one internet I've been looking for my whole life. So, no more one-year stands? No, I'm done with all that. With AT&T Fiber, there's no price increase at 12 months. Uh, What about equipment fees? Nope. Those were never any good for you. Exactly. But now, everything's completely straightforward. Well, in the spirit of being straightforward, I never liked any of your old ones. Me neither. Y'all never told me that. But we're being straightforward now, which feels good, yeah? Yeah. Now let's get straightforward about that girl he's been seeing. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. That exist in colonies and they make themselves look human. But it's literally oogie boogie, but without the, without the covering, they, they come together to form a person and they're a sentient being that's... Apparently, if you live on a planet that's nothing but bugs, eventually they even evolve to a higher intelligence and discover faster than light travel, even though they're just collective bugs. Okay. Right? Sidetrack. I sidetrack a lot. You're fine. What's next on our wonderful list that you pick because you're the wonderful ninja wife? We're talking about wonderful things. The wonderful wizard was. I mean, again, I mean the perfect family movie. Do without the munchkins. I like the munchkins. <sighs> I, I didn't like the munchkins. Why? They were, but a lot of pop kids creeped me out. Why? The, the way they moved and danced and that thing, they were creepy. That's that's the ones. You know, is this the you know? I like the fact that even though. Um, the carry line is scared all the time. Mm-hmm. He finds his courage within him. It, you, and he says, oh, he's cowardly. But at what point in the movie was he really cowardly? He was cowardly in the beginning. He was trying to scare people right away because he didn't want to interact with them. He was cowardly. Yeah, but anytime he came down with something, he, he got down. There was no problem. He was the least cowardly coward there ever was. Yeah. I, I just, he was never cowardly. He was kind of awesome the whole time. But he needed that boost. Yeah. And the Tin Man thought because he was 10, he didn't have a heart. Well, he didn't have a heart. No, but he cared more about Dorothy and all them people than anybody with the heart. And he knows that. Yeah. And who knew Straw could think? Right? Because even some people's brains are stupid. I don't know anything like that. I know a lot of people are that. Right. It's because uh, they're talking about me. They're smart. My part of the movie that cracks me up, and I never thought about it too much later in life. What's that? The end of the movie, when he's giving him a heart, and he's giving him a diploma, and he's giving him a brain. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the wizard, so he can do these things. He, he don't actually give him a brain. He gives him the, the diploma. diploma. Yeah, yeah. But then when you watch The, the Great and Powerful Oz, and you find out all the wizard ever really was was a con man. Mm-hmm. Makes those metals and wharfs seem a whole lot less. You know, it, he basically found them. No, he got them from the main needed. 
And that's what con men did. He didn't ask for anything in return from No, because he was a reformed con man at that point. Yeah. It was a nice con, but it was still a con. But I never thought about that until The Great and Powerful Ops. That's a good movie, too. It is a good movie. They're both good movies. And it explains why she's green. Yes, which is always good. My thing is, and I thought this when I was a kid, maybe she's green because she couldn't take a bath. She's a little mossy. Yeah, you know, you can't take a shower for a little while. Yeah. I mean, I love this movie, but as a kid, that was one of my thoughts when she started melting from the water. And maybe she was just angry and green because she couldn't take a shower. And I love me a good bath, bubble bath. Wow. That is, I mean, we're going to tell the kid that. Like, look, this is what happens when you take a bath, you turn green. Like, I remember looking at my mom going, she couldn't have a bubble bath. That's why she's so hateful. <laughs> and my mom goes, not exactly, but sure. Look at me, she want to take a bath. Yes. I had a struggle with the kid today. I said, kid, you need to go take a shower. He goes, do I have to? I'm like, yes, you didn't take one last night. You had to. He goes, I took one two days ago. Doesn't that count? I'm like, no. It's been too, no. I thought it had only been one day. No, go take a shower. No, he took a bubble bath yesterday. He didn't remember. But he didn't wash his hair, so he had to take one in mine. Oh, no, he washes his hair in a bubble bath. No, he puts the bubbles in his hair, so okay. it's clean. <laughs> yeah. The bubbles were so right? <laughs> Love that kid. All right, and the next movie on the list. Oh, if you're done. I'm done. Playing with fire. Okay. I'm going to say this about the movie. So cute. It was so cute. But don't go in expecting any surprises. Because it's not. This plot is 1000% predictable. You know what's going to happen from the very beginning of the movie to the end. There is no surprises and it doesn't disappoint. It delivers. But it's hilarious. It is. Um, John Cena apparently can act. Who knew? Um, although his hair in this movie just totally messed me up. But it is he a... reminds me of like an overgrown Ernest. Yeah, he has Ernest face. Yeah. Um, but it is. He, he plays a, a fire jumper. He's mm-hmm. a chief of a, a house. And they jump into a, a firehouse. And they house get, another house catches on fire. And they jump into it. And so all the trees around is why they had him. Yeah. Because they were trying not to. Yeah, but he, he didn't. Yeah. Do and pulls three kids out of this house that's burning on fire. And the kids are like, oh, my parents will be here tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, well, I guess I have to take custody for you. And then, of course, the inevitable plot. <gasps> They're orphans. They're orphans. The parents are nowhere to be found. Yeah. So. And they try to escape. They're not trying to necessarily escape him, but they just want to. They don't want to be separated. Is. Yeah. So that's why they ran from us here, because they're going to be separated. Cause it's a, and so they run away. And. Yes, in the end, they all get to stay together, and they get to stay with John Cena, which I forget the name of his character. And yes, they help John Cena find the perfect girl. I mean... I love the dog. Oh. It's in the preview, if you've seen the movie. Like, this big, ferocious dog starts running at the little girl, and the little girl looks like, stop. And the dog stops. And everybody's just like... Look at my dog. You broke his... You broke him. You broke the dog. She broke your dog, okay? Oh, uh, and then the axe dude, which isn't in the previews. Oh, I love it. And when he starts singing. Right? Because he doesn't talk the entire movie. But apparently he can sing. Yeah, and when it's like the little girl's birthday, he, he gives sings. her, And he gives her an axe. Yeah, a little baby axe. Oh, uh, baby axe for the baby. Oh, I love it. And the bubbles. Oh, yeah. When they flood the firehouse with the bubbles. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
Okay. It'd be, like I said, predictable. But you know what? A good family movie should be predictable. Let's just be honest. I don't want any twist in my family movies. I'm going to tell you what makes this such a great family movie. So if you have children under the age of 12, mm-hmm. you know sometimes a movie, things are going to interest and they're moving around and talking. The kid didn't move during this movie. Nah. He liked the fire jumping part too. Yeah. He didn't move. That's what makes this not a good, not a great, but a fantastic, fabulous family <laughs> movie because he didn't move. Nah. And our kid moves during almost anything. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the next movie you have on our wonderful list? My favorite, my childhood movie. Mm-hmm. Can you guess it? I'm betting it's Disney. Of course. I'm betting they have red hair. And I'm betting. But see, that's they... two of them now, and they're both my favorites. Yeah, but one of them's not from your childhood. Oh, wait, no, you're like 12. Never mind. Um, and I'm betting it's Under the Sea. So you're going way back in my childhood. And I'm betting. I mean, here's the here's the catch. I saw the list. I helped you make it. So I knew uh, what, I knew what it was. I didn't think you paid attention to what I wrote down. But at the same time, even if I hadn't, I would have known Little Mermaid. Of course. Because you always say that's your princess. That is my princess. So, Little Mermaid is predictable. I knew it was a Little Mermaid. Yeah. As soon as you said family movies, I'm like Little Mermaid's on the list. See, I was torn. I almost did Brave. I almost did Frozen. I almost did. But when you do your favorite. When you have to do your favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't a good family movie because my kid watch. I have a son, y'all. He ain't sent to the Little Mermaid. You say that? No, we tried. How recently? Um, two months ago. Okay, never mind. Um, when the shark starts chasing him, he's into it. Yeah. Um, when the end, when they're fighting Ursula as she's grown, he's into it. But for the rest of the movie, deuces. I figured he'd get into the the, 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 the wrong naming and weird crap she does like the forks. I thought he'd get a laugh out of no. that. No, no, no. All the romance stuff? No. Checked out completely. Yeah. But the dingle hopper that she's coming here with a fork? Yeah. I figured he'd get kicked out of that. He doesn't sit long enough for that. Uh, yeah. We just got time to change. <laughs> but you know what? That's fine. Because this movie really isn't about him. Yeah, I'm already in trouble for what I watch with the kids, so I'm going to stay out of it. So, Little Mermaid is my movie. But, one, she is this disobedient. Mm-hmm. Um, and her kid doesn't like this? <laughs> no. Um, kind of disobedient, doesn't listen, um, outspoken. So, you know, like all of them. <laughs> like you as yesterday. <laughs> Um, of course, she falls in love with the prince. He's not Prince Charming, because that's a Cinderella. All of them are Prince Charming. He's just named no, Eric. No, 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 no. You got Prince Eric. Cinderella's is Prince Charming. And then you got, yeah, we'll do that again. <laughs> and it's an obvious thing where she has to win back her, win his love. But she can't speak, because the sea is such a war. Yes. And she still almost pulls it off. She would have pulled it off if Ursula didn't interfere. Well, I mean, Ursula didn't let her win. I mean, she's Ursula. Hello. And then Ursula disguised herself and puts him under a trance to marry him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. She's Ursula. She cheats. She does. But Ariel wins. I mean, yeah. She gets her daddy. She gets her, her, her hubby. Mm. And then there is Little Mermaid 2. Where it's Melanie, which is her daughter, Tori. And then there's 
airs to you, which is her as a kid, and it tells a story about what happened to her mama. Fishing net. Pirates. Whatever. They pull her up in a net, though, don't they? No. They crash a boat into her. This is bad. But in that movie, it explains why her daddy hates music and hates anything from the human world. Well, I mean, you know, if the human world, yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, I get it, but when you first, when you watch the first one, you're like, why does he hate so much? Because of polluting the ocean? Okay, I hate them too, and I'm part of them. Right. But if you watch Era's Beginning and you see why, because they used to go to the surface and they would line from the rocks and, you know, sing and, you know, have fun. Laura, Laura Sellers to their death. Yeah, no, I don't know. No. But, and then after his wife, he... See, now, I, I wonder, though, because uh, I've never read the original Little Mermaid story. It's dark. Yeah, it's a, it's a grim fairy tale, so of course it's dark. Um, but one of the legends of, of mermaids where they sing to you, it lure you to your death. The sirens. Yeah. I wonder if that's in the fairy tale. I don't believe so. Not that one. I haven't read it in a while. I know in the end of the actual fairy tale, Ariel doesn't get the prince. She turns into sea foam. Mahalani. Yeah. Who gets the prince? Uh, he ends up marrying someone else. And leaving her. Oh, dirty whore. Yeah. And then she's so broken hearted that she. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll stick with the Disney version. Yeah, there ain't no happy ground fairy tale. Well, you know, there were one place was actually going to. Eventually, they said they were going to do the original Little Mermaid story live action. Like the original fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And it, it never worked out. But I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, there's a version that was on Netflix that is a little Murray, but she's in like a, a circus or a carnival. Yeah, that's what that one turned into. I didn't like it. Originally, that was when they first started production on that one, they said they were going to do the original story. Yeah, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't made for you, it wasn't Disney. Yeah, I had like a little buddy who's like, Yeah, we're going to watch this movie on Netflix. I said, Don't do it. And then he called me like an hour and a half later, he goes, should listen to you. Everybody should listen to us. If we say don't watch a movie, don't watch the movie. And I was like, I told you. Yeah. I, mm. All right. So moving on. Our very last movie, y'all. And I picked this one because we literally just watched it with the kid and he loved it. It was cute. It's called My Spy. It is. It, it pr- proves Batista has a heart. I This movie was just cute. Except that little girl was bad. That little girl reminds us so much of our kid. It does. Because if he, he thinks he has some dirt on you, he will try to take advantage. Yes, he will. He'll be like, well, you remember when you actually said that bad word, Mom? I think I should get extra video game time. <laughs> or I should get an extra sweet. <sighs> and I said, you remember that one time that I grabbed you for a month? He goes, no. I said, well, if you don't be quiet, you won't feel. <laughs> he goes, I got what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this movie is about Batista, who's the world's deadliest spy, but not necessarily the best thing you want to be with. He was a great military. Yeah. And, and yeah, he, uh, who supposed to be getting him to tell out and, you know, kills all the bad guys except for one. And then, yeah. yeah. Like, so, the beginning of the movie has him, and he's in this scene where he's supposed to get all the intelligence and intel and get all the stuff, and it goes wrong. And they say it. He was great military. We thought he'd be a good spy. Well, you know what? He's the kind of spy when all the intel's been collected and you're you ready to bust. In. You send him in. 
Yeah. Yeah, because he's going to take them all out. Yes. That's, they, they just had him doing the wrong job. You know what I loved in the beginning of it, though? Uh, the girl cheering him on that comes his partner, because that was great. That was great, but no, my favorite part in the very beginning of the movie, when he's blowing everything up and killing everybody, yes, this is a family movie. Yes. Um, he's scamming the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and finally it comes to Britney Spears. And he starts singing along as he's driving around. Yeah. Because it was the only thing in English. Yes. Oh. I I'm, love that scene. I mean, but yes. Uh, and, and so he's kind of actually being punished by the CIA. And he's forced to go watch uh, this mother and daughter who's her husband. Uncle. Her husband was a really bad guy and they didn't know it. Yeah. And had been killed, and the uncle was trying to find the plans that the the, the that had been hidden. Yeah. And they're like, "You two go watch them," thinking nothing would happen. Yeah. And the little girl finds the hidden cameras they put in the apartment, and then uses the internet to track the Wi-Fi to find out who's watching them, and busts in with her phone and records the two CIA agents videotaping them and she uses that video just to blackmail him in all kind of ways makes him take her ice skating make, get ice cream get ice cream then make some career day go for career day oh. go on a date with the mom okay he wouldn't there was no force in there no yes it was that very first one where she's like she should stay for dinner that wasn't a date I'm talking about the actual date at that point he was all in but yeah but she forced him to have dinner and here's the other thing. In all these movies, when there's some, like, he's hiding something, they have that big scene where they have to reveal their lie. Can we just do without that for now on in movies? Yeah, because, you know, I'm all for being honest. But I was screaming at the TV going, why did he tell her? Well, he, it's his job. So he tell her, but really the reaction, because he started with, I love you, but I want you to know something. Yes. Okay, he started with, he loves you. And he, he started with, I wasn't a Russian mobster like your old husband. You know, he like, like really would she have reacted the way she reacted in that movie? No. No. She might have been like, what? You did what? I would have been like, great, you're one of the good guys. Way better than my last choice. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm kind of over that scene in those kind of movies. When, yes, the reason he was watching was totally different. But at the same time, he actually had feelings for you and did that bad dance. Mm -hmm. And had to work late and make dinner, even though it was a bad dinner. Whatever. And had her do her homework. Whatever. The teacher don't cook. I'm just saying. You tell me, any woman out there, maybe I'm just easy. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me, you got this man who can get your daughter to do her homework, mm -hmm. helps her with her homework. Uh -huh. Cleans your house. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Makes you whatever dinner he can. While he cooks with your daughter, who is enjoying, even though there might be a few grilled cheese sandwiches, but has that figure that is a good person. Do you know what it was? It was the protein shakes. They were green. That's uh -huh. not a good no. But still, but puts all this effort in, and all he says is, "Look, I work for the CIA. It was my job, but." I've actually got feelings for you. 
Yeah, he led with the feelings first. I, I feel like that part was a massive overreaction. But, you know, then he uh, does my favorite part of the end of the movie. So, the little girl wants to be a spy. So, he's teaching her how to be a spy. Oh, my Lord, the Grinch. And one of the things she says, you have to just need to be cool and walk away from explosions. At one point in the movie, it lot off a bunch of fireworks. And they walk away. Of course, she's a kid, so she wants to turn around and watch the fireworks. So he grabbed her head and turned it back. Cute scene. And at the end of the movie, there's a, a, a plane and there's a tanker full of fuel. And it looks like the tanker full of fuel is supposed to explode. And then mom's like bolted running away. And he's running with the little girl. And the girl like, it's an explosion. And he's like, oh yeah. So they stop and they start walking cool. And then it doesn't explode. It's a dud. It's a dud. She's like, he's like, I'm, 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 like we, he goes, I'm not supposed to do this. <laughs> and, pull. and of course, black stuff smells because, you know, as you get older. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? Yeah, let's, let's not even get on the whole lactose milk. I actually drank some real milk the other day. And I, my, I still haven't recovered. Yeah, so. And I sat there and I watched my old cartoons. And it was amazing. It brought me back to that time where I was literally at one moment thinking my dad was going to walk in. That'd be weird. That would be weird. I mean, he's welcome over, but it'd be weird. Like, randomly walks in. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think I called you to fix anything. <laughs> <laughs> we call him for more than that. Yeah. I think. I hope. God, I hope. We do. Okay. It was a joke, honey. I don't know. I can't fix nothing, so it's more true than not. All right, guys. That is the show. Because ninjas don't fix stuff. They fight it. And that's why they got ninja marbles. That's right. And ninja father-in-law's. Alright guys, that's the show. You guys have a wonderful ninja day. Bye. Alright, this is some just listening from the Angry Ninja. It's the Slightly Off-Key podcast. Slightly Off-Key. Angry Ninja approved. My boy Porkchop and Mitch putting out the good stuff. Funny. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit off-key. But it is good times. And it is ninja approved. And also... I approve. Ninja wife approved. Now, I'll be honest with you, a little bit heavy on the language on this one, so maybe not family approved, not ninja family approved, but definitely adult ninja approved. Good times for all. That's the Slightly Off-Key Podcast. Everybody should check that out. Bye. All right, guys, that was the show. And if you want to talk to the angry ninja, the ninja wife, battle, or even, on occasion, the conscript. There's a couple ways to do that. Do you remember what they are, Ninja Wife? On Facebook. On Facebook, search for Ask the Angry Ninja Show. There's a whole page dedicated to us. On Twitter. At Seaman2342. Uh-oh, she drew a blank. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no, there's the email. Um, AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com and also on the Facebook there's a link where you can record an audio message in question and we'll if it's real good we'll even play the audio message on there and answer your question and yeah I hope you guys enjoyed the show be kind please be kind she pretends like she's sensitive but she'll stab you she don't really care I am sensitive no. and thank you for joining us as always alright everybody have a good night I hope you enjoyed the show no. Whatever. There's other ones. Mm-hmm. Like when he fights the Daleks, those are always fun episodes. Oh, the Daleks are awesome. Alright. That's going to be the show. Unless you have anything you want to add, honey? Oh. <laughs>
Black Potter, Mid John. Let's try this again. Well, this will be the show for that, unless you have anything you want to add. Please leave us feedback. We would love to hear from you. All right, guys. That's the show. You guys have a wonderful ninja night. Bye. All right, this is some just listening from the Angry Ninja. It's the Slightly Off-Key podcast. Slightly Off-Key. Angry Ninja Proof. My boy Porkchop and Mitch putting out the good stuff. Funny. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit off-key. But it is good times. And it is Ninja Approved. And also... I approve. Ninja Wife Approved. Now, to be honest with you, a little bit heavy on the language on this one, so maybe not family approved, not ninja family approved, but definitely adult ninja approved. Good times for all. That's the Slightly Off-Key Podcast. Everybody should check that out. Bye. All right, guys, that was the show. And if you want to talk to the angry ninja, the ninja wife, battle, or even, on occasion, the conscript, there's a couple ways to do that. Do you remember where they are, Ninja Wife? On Facebook. On Facebook, search for Ask the Angry Ninja Show. There's a whole page dedicated to us. On Twitter. At Seaman2342. Uh-oh, she drew a blank. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. There's the email. Yeah. Um, AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com. And also on the Facebook, there's a link where you can record an audio message. In question, and we'll if it's real good, we'll even play the audio message on there and answer your question. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Be kind, please be kind. She pretends like she's sensitive, but she'll stab you. She don't really care. I am sensitive, no. and thank you for joining us as always. All right, everybody, have a good night. I hope you enjoyed the show. Bye.